to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Join us on our third annual summer tour powered by Echo, Company Cam, and Ballard Products as we take the show on the road and continue talking with green industry leaders discussing best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the beautiful Sweet Oak Country Club. Where are we at? Sweet Oak Hollow. Sweet Oak Hollow, guys. We are here in Arkansas at the Lawn Tools Golf Course, and we are actually broadcasting with the video where you can actually see the greens in the background. It's like the British Open out here, man. <laughs> they got two holes on one green. This is phenomenal, man. Go. Thanks again for... Uh, Allow me to come out here and see this beautiful piece of property. Oh, thanks for coming. It's an honor to host you. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> we've had Jordan on the show before. He's an eye doctor during the day and a real mowing golf course superintendent at night <laughs> and right. in the early mornings. <laughs> true. True. Then yeah, this more or this week I've been mowing every day. This is like an experiment for me. I'm mowing every day to see what happens for a whole week. And I don't know, like I'm probably gonna do a video about that, but um, so far so good. Like I think it's looking okay. Yeah, and thanks to you uh, recommending Ron Henry, I got to interview him and he said he mows every day in the summer. Uh, he's in my neck of the woods in Georgia. So go. Yeah. what are we rocking with, Bermuda or? Yeah, so all around here, Bermuda, The green, this green is to um, Tifway 419. The other green is Tahoma 31, Tahoma 31, all along that back section. We're sitting on Monaco, Bermuda here. Um, this is my son's personal golf hole here between the shed and the green. Yeah, so a little sampling of lots of different types of Bermuda. There's some um, iron cutter Bermuda as, as one of the tee boxes out there too. Wow. Well, this is a lot of fun, guys. This is definitely the most unique podcast I've ever done, to say <laughs> the least. And uh, thank you to the tour sponsors for making this all possible. Uh, you were making fun of my geography because I'm going to Nashville tomorrow, and I could have probably done this smarter. But anyway, it's going to be a long trip tomorrow. But thanks to all the companies that make this all um, possible, our friends at Echo, Ballard Products, and Company Cam. We appreciate them giving me this opportunity. So we're going to hear a quick word from today's show sponsors. And coming up, we're going to hear this wonderful story of how in the world we got Augusta National uh, here in Arkansas. We'll be right back. When the pros are long on grass and short on time, they cut the workday down to size with Echo String Trimmers. The best-in-class Echo SRM 2620 trimmer spins all day strong, all day long, whipping through one worksite after another. With a lightweight design and professional-grade Echo power, the SRM 2620 covers more ground with less effort. Because grass never quits, and neither does Echo power. Echo. Power on. And on. Like the best lawns, running a business requires a lot of maintenance. At some point... 
you've got to invest in new tools. It's time to check out Roll by ADP, the first chat-based payroll app built specifically for small business owners. Roll understands your business challenges, especially time-consuming tasks like payroll, filing taxes, and onboarding. With Roll, you can run payroll from a job site in a matter of minutes. Visit GetRoll.com slash GreenIndustry to claim three months free. Ready to cut more grass and make more cash? Level up your landscaping or lawn care business today with Company Cam. No more texting and emailing photos or digging through folders to try to figure out what's happening at each job site. Company Cam makes it simple to communicate, document, and problem solve. Whether you're outside, in the office, or in your truck. Show off your landscaping skills with the before and after camera, train seasonal hires with to-do lists, and communicate and share progress and designs with the client, all from your phone. Grow your business with Company Cam, the only app every landscaper needs. Sign up now for a free 14-day premium trial and 50% off your first two months at companycam.com slash greenindustrypodcast or use the link in the podcast description. Company Cam. Looking to maximize your production in the field? Ballard Products has over 300 products that can help you get the most out of your efforts every day. Ballard Products. Whether you are looking to get a better cut, keep your gear on your machine, keep your expensive equipment clean and safe, or just get the most out of your machines, Ballard has you covered. Ballard Products. Jump onto our easy-to-use updated website at ballard-inc.com to get your gear ordered today. Keep grinding. grinding. Stay Stay safe. And have a great Great season. Ballard. Use the promo code Paul at checkout to save 10%. All righty. So before we start talking real mowing and golf course, I want to talk some eye doctor stuff. When I did a mic check, most guys say mic check, mic check, one, two, three. And you said one or two. <laughs> so tell us about this. When you guys are saying one or two, I just went to the eye doctor a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. What's going on? Why do you guys do that? Well, you know, you're making it more complicated than it really is. We're just making you pick your own glasses prescription so that when it's okay. wrong, you don't have anybody to blame. It's like making a bad sandwich at Subway. It's your fault. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm just so, kidding. That's so not... <laughs> one or two, like what, what are you, what are you, what are you, cause you're sitting there, we're sitting in that machine with all the things connected. What are you, what are you, what's going through your mind? Uh, literally just like, I wonder which one this person, I, I kind of know what the answer is going to be. Not necessarily, but I'm pretty sure like I know which one the answer is going to be. That doesn't mean there's a wrong answer. It just means I kind of know where it's headed, but basically literally just asking you which one is more clear. Number one, number two, confirming what I already think the prescription is probably going to be. Okay. And then they say that. And then why do you ask again? Cause then they'll, they'll go, at least the lady that I had, I kept, she's like one or two. And then this went on for probably seven or eight times. <laughs> yeah. No, so differently. So first you start with like what we call the sphere. So like your nearsightedness or farsightedness number. Okay. Then after that, you go to what we call the cylinder. So the amount of astigmatism and you fine tune the amount. Mm-hmm. And then you go on to the, we call the axis of the astigmatism. So the direction of the astigmatism. So you're fine tuning all of those things okay. um, throughout that process. So it's not just like, oh, just one prescription. There's multiple pieces to that one number that you get at the end of it. Okay. And then what's up with the things she blew in my eye? Do they do that in Arkansas? Yeah. She's like, I'm going to blow something in your yeah. eye. And I'm thinking, this is a horrible idea. And I'm sitting there and I feel it. And I'm like, oh man. No, the air puff is, it's a pressure test. And eye pressure is kind of a screener tool for glaucoma. 
And when I always tell people about the air puff, it's like, oh yeah, you hate the air puff machine. But let me describe to you the alternative. The more accurate way that we do it is we put a yellow eye drop in both of your eyes. It makes your eyes feel really funny for like 20 minutes. And then I put a piece of plastic up in front of you, shine a bright blue light on it and touch the front of your eye with this thing. And you're like, whoa, that sounds terrible. I'll take the air puff, right? Oh. That's the whole, it's quicker, easier. Yes, it's startling, but it's not as bad as it could be. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, I just, I got new contacts. I'm a minus six. No, I'm a minus seven, I think. Dang. That's a lot. That's a pretty hefty prescription there. Okay. What about you? That's a good you? one. Uh, I'm Plano, as we like to say in the biz. That means my vision's fine. Oh, wow. <laughs> which, which is 2010? 2020. So 2010 would be like better than perfect vision. Yeah. Okay. So when people are like 2020 perfect vision, they're wrong, right? Is it in 2010 or is that right? Well, so, okay. So 2020 means that you see from 20 feet away what the average or what the normal sighted person sees from 20 feet away. So okay. 2015 or 2010 would be better than normal sighted like yeah so it's not necessarily like perfect it's just an easy way to say it it's it's harder to to explain all of that you know all right. yeah <laughs> in every eye exam now the number the letters and the numbers do you have those memorized and they're like tell me the bottom line what you see is that your spiel too or um so i i have one row at a time that okay. i put up there because i have like a projector thing but I, yeah i have them memorized it so you already know if they get it right or wrong yeah i don't have to look at the chart like i'm at the computer doing this and they're reading the letters and i know if they got them right or not <laughs> How often do they get them right or wrong? Or do they think they're saying them right and they're wrong? Or um, And it's not all that important because you think about like if there's a C on the chart and someone says G, I'm okay. not like, oh, you got it wrong. That means you get Coke bottle glasses. Okay. It's like, oh, okay. Like it's pretty normal. Like it's a similar shape. So they're small. I get it. Like move on. All right. <laughs> they're not cool. grading you or anything. There's no pressure in the eye exam. There's no wrong answer. You'll be okay. <laughs> so how did how did you go from uh, graduate school to to become a doctor to to become a, basically a superintendent? Yeah, um, I mean, I guess I could. I don't know how long of a story you want. Um, it all started with YouTube. It all started with watching Connor Ward and John Ware on YouTube. So these guys were real mowing their yard like before it was cool. Right now, like real mowing is, is pretty popular and real mowers are getting really expensive because of that. Like if you're wow. looking on the secondary market, it's hard to find one for cheap. Whereas I got my first two walk behind real mowers, both for $500. Wow. They were older and pretty used, but from a golf horse for golf course for $500, that would be unheard of today. Wow. Um, because there's just so many more people shopping and inflation in general, whatever, you know, there's all mm-hmm. kinds of things, but, um, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> you, you you got Connor Word, you're watching YouTube and, and saw their videos and something sparked in you. Wow, it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what Connor's real mowing. So my brother actually started out before we've seen any Connor Ward videos or anything. I have it in the shed over there, but it's a, a classic Scott's classic 16 inch manual real mower. Oh man. We shared a du- a yard in between these two duplexes. And he said, we're going to real mow this. And I was like, real mow? Like, what are you talking? I didn't know what he was talking about. He's wow. like, you know, the old school, like mower, the manual cylinder. power thing. Yeah. The cylinder mower. So that's what we did. And it was like, uh, probably like a 3000 square foot yard, like a pretty small yard. So it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, eventually like got to the point where I was more motivated instead of mowing all the time in the middle of the hot summer like this, um, mm-hmm. to get a powered real mower. And so I, sh- I searched for powered real mowers. I went on Craigslist and found a guy selling one for $300, a true cut. Yeah. yeah. Those are popular <laughs> yeah. in Atlanta. True cut. Yep. 27 um, or what? It was, hmm, it's in there. Um, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. It's not a 27. They have 20, 25, 27. The H20. Okay. The 20, 20 inch. inch. Yeah. 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 It's been a while since I've used it, if you can't tell. Um, yeah, those are popular in Atlanta. Maybe I should send it back with you and you can sell it over there. Yeah. <laughs> put, it in, put it in the Kia. Yeah. 
Um, so then the powered reel mower, the homeowner version or whatever, and then I moved here. We used that true cut a little bit on this yard. Uh, this was sodded, at least right around my house. This area we're sitting on had no grass. Well, it had junk grass. It looked like that over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually started mowing it down. I didn't have... I didn't have a lawnmower at all. So like this was tall, tall grass at one point. And then over the years, of course, like Toro's gotten more involved and that's what has helped me mow this out here because oh. Toro sent me a couple of different Titans and I guess nice. I've traded up and I've <laughs> moved one mower around and gotten up to the Titan Max, the Havoc right. edition. And so anyway, that's what's helping me mow all this stuff. But all at right. the time I only had the true cut. So I was just using that and then got the two greens masters and then it just snowballed from there. Wow. That, that's pretty cool. The Toro hook you up with the uh, Green Masters? So one of them they did. The, that the, is the so one in the cool. garage, the brand new, it's a 2020 Greens Master 1026. Wow. That's a 26 inch beast. So that, of a that's mower. what the golf courses use, correct? Yeah. Um, which Greens Master, um, the older ones, I mean, they most of them have probably upgraded to some of the newer body style now. They, okay. The the 1020 series is the newer one, um, whereas they used to be called that like, Greens Master 1000 or 1600. Wow. Um, so anyway, yeah, most of the golf courses I think have probably, not most, I don't know. The big ones, like the big golf courses that you know, see on TV, have definitely upgraded to probably these new ones. Yeah. Now, what? Where's your property line? Like, this looks like all of Arkansas behind us. <laughs> <laughs> so the tree, uh, it, the, these trees are on my property, but the trees back there—I don't know if you can really tell. Like uh, okay. that tree line is the okay. property line, and then that tree line across the side, and then the road where basically the power lines are off that. Oh, side. so this is your your property? Yeah. Really? <laughs> so this is 18 acres, which we bought that first. Really? Because this is like a neighborhood on the other side of the right. camera. It's just like a neighborhood, which I love. There's no hills in Arkansas. It's like uh, flat. If you have a lawn company, this is perfect. But um, I didn't I didn't know this was yours. Yeah, so I bought this land from the eye doctor that was retiring when I bought into the practice that I'm in now. He lived right over there, and he, he sold his house. He has moved away. Um, but we bought this from him. And we were still living in that duplex that I was telling mm-hmm. you about. And, and then eventually like these lots in this subdivision all started going for sale. And my sister is a realtor and she's like, Hey, like, by the way, there's a couple of lots right over there. And so this is two lots that just happened to be touching our land. So it was all like wow. happy accident the way that happened. But yeah, ooh. that, that is awesome. And how many kids do you have now? Three kids, five, okay. three and one. Yeah. And the five-year-old's on social media a lot. I can see him hitting, you yep. know, he's actually getting pretty he's good. Way better at golf than I am. I'm he's awful. getting better. Yeah, no, he's for sure. And we, we go over to the first tee. It's like an, an hour away, but the first tees, you know, they do like mentorship through golf okay. and teaching etiquette and everything. So um, he's liking that a lot. One of his, his coaches is Maria Fossey, who's a professional okay. LPGA golfer. So it's pretty cool. Well, here's what I want. I want to hear the best stories from out here. It could be a ball hit in the house, a hole in one. Who knows what's happened? So we're going to hear a quick word from today's show sponsor and think about, kind of give me your top three stories of of the legends of of what's happened out here. Um, I'm curious if there's been a hole in one. I'm curious what what dents are in the side of the house here. Because I'm a tendency to, to duck hook it or hook it or... A control draw, if you will. And uh, so this isn't set up good for me because the house, <laughs> uh, maybe I got my directions right. Yeah, the tee box is there. Right. That's that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So we'll have, to, we'll have to do a part three approach shot. <laughs> we're going to hear a quick word from today's show sponsor. Coming up, we're going to hear the best story from, what's the name of the course again? Sweet Oak Hollow. Sweet Oak Hollow. And the story behind how in the world you named the Sweet Oak Hollow. <laughs> we'll be right back, guys. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. 
Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Hi, this is Jason with Lake Tap Landscaping. I used Paul's price increase letter this off-season in February, sent it out to all my clients for a minimum 10% increase, and was able to get 100% acceptance rate from all my lawn maintenance clients. It's a great decision to uh, raise your prices on a yearly basis. You can pick up the price increase letter at greenindustrypodcast.com. I do hope you're watching the Almonds Shop Build on Caleb and Brittany's YouTube channel. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. Seeing the construction of the Hardscape Academy's headquarters come to life is definitely cool and satisfying. This fall, the Hardscape Academy in beautiful Fairfield County, OHIO, opens its doors, providing you and your team with hands-on training to improve skill sets and gain equipment mastery so you can supercharge your earnings potential. In the meantime, you can instantly access the Hardscape Academy's online training resources for paver installation, retaining walls, fire pits, step installation, or even schedule a one-on-one coaching call with the kid contractor himself. Visit thehardscapeacademy.com or use the link below to get the comprehensive guides and continuing education that will advance and empower your company today. That's thehardscapeacademy.com. Hey guys, it's Ben at TruePro Lawn Works. I just wanted to take a minute to thank Brian and Entrepreneur Academy for putting together his residential and commercial service contracts. These have been a game changer for me and my clients in terms of management of expectations, responsibilities, and professional appearance. I get great client feedback about the clear presentation my business extends with these. There's no legalese, no jargon to translate, just clear expectations of both sides. It's plug and play and fully editable. If you're concerned about potential liability or unclear duties, or just want to stand out as a professional, then check out Brian's plug and play documents at entrepreneuracademy.com. All right, guys, this is the most interesting podcast I've ever done. This is like episode 745 or whatever. Uh I never thought I'd actually be on a golf course, although on my vision board, one of my dreams is to do, you know, Augusta National Golf Club one day, get to interview them, get to interview Fenway Park. Like, I want to go to places like that, but this is cool. This this is really cool. So what's the coolest story or most fascinating story? Uh, Because you guys seem like you're hanging out here every evening from social media, it seems like. Oh, we don't hang out here as much as I'd like to. Like when people come visit, that's the excuse. Okay. Like, okay, someone's coming to visit. Like the lawn whisperers here. Yeah. Let's go play golf or the lawn shark. Let's play around to golf. You know, so that's like the whole thing. And that's, I show it off every time we do that. I, I wish we'd play more. So like, I don't know. It's one of those things I struggle with time management and trying to figure out like, how do I get to mow less? Cause as, as you can imagine, this takes a lot of time yeah. to mow it. So I spend a lot of time mowing, don't have as much time to golf with my son as I'd like to. So the, the the robot mowers was a super cool thing this spring. I got a couple of Husqvarna auto mowers out here mowing, and that has helped a ton mm. and freed up a lot of time. And so I'm like right in this balance of trying to figure out how to spend my time and you know going crazy into social media and spending more time making videos and all this sort of stuff for, versus spending more time playing golf with my son while he's still young and you know wants to play golf with me yeah. even though I'm terrible he's gonna realize at some point I'm awful he's not gonna play with me anymore <laughs> really now what's what's give us a story what's yeah. what's been the wildest story so yeah you said something about a hole in one when the lawn shark was here visiting supposedly left tool told me that he hit it in 
from over. So that's technically a tee box, even though it's really short. This is Little Tools tee box. So like mm-hmm. this is a little mini- miniature yeah. golf course. Yeah, a miniature golf hole. So he says that he hit it in from over there. I was gone at the time. Oh, yeah. Man. So it's convenient, right? So that you said something about a hole in one story. That's the only story that I've heard. <laughs> but the, probably the funniest one was we were out here playing one time and we hit from, the, it's over by the pond. So like you'll see like if you have a hook, you know, then this will be you. But anyway, I hit the ball from over there. I got my seven iron and we're hitting to this green, which is right by my house. That's one of the things I don't like about this golf course. I have plans for like a future spot. We actually are probably thinking about moving here before too long. So oh, anyway, wow. whole, yeah, a different story, whatever. But um, I will have it nowhere near my house <laughs> in the future. But anyway, I'm hitting from that tee box, hit it right in, basically coming right toward the house. And I was like, oh, it's going to hit the roof, you know, whatever. And I heard a loud smack. And I didn't know exactly what it hit, but I was pretty sure it hit the playhouse right there. Uh, just because the way the sound was on that wood, yeah. I was like, I think it hit the playhouse. I knew the kids were inside. Like, I make sure that if yeah. we're golfing from somewhere I can't see, I say, you know, kids, you got to go inside. My wife knows that we're golfing, whatever. They got to stay in here until we're on the green, they, and then they can come out. But they were all inside. So I knew it wasn't a kid. Well, at least I was really <laughs> hoping yeah. that no one had gotten out or whatever. But anyway, loud sound on that type of wood. So I was like, it's that playhouse. It's my daughter's playhouse. So then my brother and, and Michael Tool, who lives down just down the road, we're out here looking around for this golf ball. I think my buddy Nelson was here too, but we're looking around everywhere for this golf ball and couldn't figure out. We're looking in the ditch. We're looking like if it bounced that way, we're looking all over the place and cannot find this golf ball anywhere. I was like, what in the world? I know I heard it smack something and I know it didn't go like long because the distance was probably fine. Like if it would have been straight, it would have, you know, ended up toward the green. But Anyway, so like a week later, I get a text. I'm at work and I get a text message from my wife and there's a little, I don't know if it's still there. I think it's on the other side of that playhouse, but there's a little like flower planter hanging, like a hanging flower planter. And the golf ball was just like (laughs) in the bottom of the dirt, like hidden in there to where, because we looked forever, like trying to find this. I was like, what the heck? doesn't make any sense. Because I was afraid I broke something. So I was wanting to figure out what it was. Anyway, that was... That was fun. And then another guy hit the house. His name is Matt Manzari. He's a guy that got electrocuted by like 10,000 volts of electricity and wow. should definitely be dead by now. But he came out and we played around and, you know, got his story on, on being electrocuted and, and how he lives his life now differently because of that. But wow. he hit the roof on the other side too one time. And that was kind of funny. He was the first person to hit the roof. That's wild. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about social media. Uh, you know, you have a million TikTok followers, right? Just hit, yeah, last week, hit a million TikTok followers. Yeah. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> Did your wife, like, make you a cake and do something? I know Jason Krill just hit 100,000 YouTube subscribers, and they had, like, a big party with balloons and cake and all that stuff. Man, now I feel a little bit let down. I didn't yeah, a million TikTok followers. <laughs> you gotta, it's got to be on and popping here in Arkansas, man. No, like, I, I think I legit got a congratulations. But that was, I don't know about it. I was like, oh, I'm going to hit a million tonight. Like I'm watching the thing tick up or whatever. Cause yeah. that was this one video that went crazy or whatever and got like 30 million views. And so which one was this? So I, I'm going to tell you about this. So this is, this is a story for you. I told, it was the day the lawn shark was here. So my brother and the lawn shark and I were playing golf out here. He, he shows up and I was like, Hey, I just posted a TikTok. I don't know why we got on the subject, but I was, we were talking about haters, mm-hmm. haters on social media. Haters keep so many people from wanting to post on social media. Cause you get like discouraged. You're like, oh, I'm going to quit. Cause I don't like dealing with this stuff. And yeah. Gary Vee says I'm supposed to ignore them, but I can't just ignore them because it makes you mad. Like they, they yeah. criticize you and you get annoyed and you try to defend yourself and it doesn't work and whatever. We just did a whole podcast in our uh, hot springs with, uh, it's his turf in fall river mm-hmm. talking about how they deal with it because they're getting harassed because they're doing these tall grass videos now and they're just getting ripped to pieces by the lawn care community and it's 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 hurtful to them yeah but that's, uh, keep going well per- perfect tip for kevin and blake down there then here i'm going to give you the the secret 
to changing your mindset away from that. Um, so basically I've, I've been doing TikTok for like two and a half years now. Um, TikTok was pretty young. I, there was definitely no other lawn content on TikTok two and a half years ago, but I'm out here mowing my grass and then people thought it was kind of fun, I guess at first, but it was just sort of goofy. Um, so over that two and a half years and up, you know, to a million followers, like you get these little like viral videos every once in a while, they get several million views. You're like, what in the world? Every time I had one of those happen, the reason it went viral again, you know, 4 million, 5 million, 12 million views, whatever it was, was because there were a bunch of people in the comment section hating on that video yeah. on one thing about that video. And it made a ton of people comment. Oh, <laughs> yes. So one of those things that, that was very popular for people to hate on was I have this little section of grass between my driveway and my neighbor's driveway. It's comically small. Uh -huh. but I only mow half of it. And just because I never talked to them when I first started mowing it and you have to scalp it really low if you're going to real mow or whatever. Right. So now their grass is three or four inches tall. You can't just take a real mower into it. So people don't understand that. Anyway, tons and tons and tons of comments. You're so petty. Why do you only <laughs> mow your half and all this stuff? Like, so that, you know, then they got a video, oh, 4 million views on a video because everyone's calling me petty. That's kind of funny. Like the haters are actually helping me and they don't realize it. Yeah. So then I get these rotary scissors, the, the, yes, the rotary scissors, yes. right? So that's become very popular. Rotary scissors in 2022 are the sand leveling of 2000 and 15 or 16 or whatever it was like a couple of viral videos. I had one. My, that's my most viewed video on YouTube. The next year, everybody was doing sand leveling wow. videos, including me. I was trying to repeat the success. And so sand leveling videos went crazy. Rotary scissors, you've seen them everywhere now. Um, but I was the first, now I'm just kidding. I'm just, hey, go <laughs> on TikTok, I was putting these rotary scissors and people love to hate on them. Just you, literally one guy made a TikTok and someone sent it to me because I didn't follow this person, but they like did a stitch with my video. And the guy was like, what are you using that thing for? Just use a string trimmer like a real man. And I was like, oh, <laughs> a real man. Sorry. Like, I didn't know. Yeah, that there was a, a like gatekeeping for the type of trimmer that you use. But so people love to hate on the rotary scissors because you're so dumb. Those don't work, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then people weirdly like to hate on the fact that I blur out mine and my neighbor's license plate on that section where I mow like one half. So anyway, that was a weird thing. Like all these little things, like single video here, single video there over the last yeah. couple of years. So I'm trying to think, I feel like there was one more. Oh yeah. Blowing the grass clippings into the street. Okay. And so I know you're not supposed to do that, but it gets people commenting yeah. and you'd have to see the comically small number of grass clippings that come off of that section of grass that I blow into the street and then blow off. Cool it people. <laughs> but we're doing all these things. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do all of these things in one video. Wow. I mowed my half of the grass. I blurred out the license plates. I used the rotary scissors to trim it and blew the clippings into the street. Oh, man. And I wear, I wore my, my grass New Balance shoes, which people like to, what are those shoes or whatever? And so a lot of comments are, what are that, what's that trimmer? What's that mower? And then a bunch of hate. And yeah. that fueled the video to 30 million, 30.5 wow. million views right now. Now, where were your subscriber count on TikTok before this video? 940-ish thousand, I think is what you it got was. 60,000 bump. So I'm up a hundred thousand. Yeah, it's like a million wow. and now forty thousand or so. Um, wow. So my my new like advice to anybody is again we're talking Gary V just a little bit ago and Gary V be like oh you need to ignore the haters right like ignore them they don't matter blah 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 blah. I would say like that's hard mm -hmm. that's difficult to do as Blake and Kevin are finding out they get these well, viral it's, it's videos. It's not even keyboard warriors. It's actual friends. Right. Former friends. <laughs> sure. Well. That you know. They, you know, was cheering for them when they were building a, lawn, a traditional mm -hmm. lawn business, and then they started making more social media content. And they're like, you know, you're a sellout, and you're fake, and you're just doing it for the money, and you're taking advantage of people. They, all these mean things, mm -hmm. and it stings them. And they're like, man, we're, you know, 
So it does, and it's hard to, it, like, you like to be like, oh, I'm a man, so this stuff doesn't bother me. Like, I'm not emotional about it or whatever, but it does. Like, you're, it right. gets to you, and it makes me angry on the inside and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But literally, that video, mm-hmm. none of those comments bothered me one single little bit. I feel like I figured this thing out. It's one little mindset shift. The joke was on them, because so, they're helping you. So that's exactly right. Yeah. If you don't, don't think about ignoring your haters or even tolerating them, you're using them. And all of a sudden, instead of when they comment hateful stuff on your videos, all of a sudden, instead of thinking like, oh, this is so annoying, you're thinking, ah, yes, got him. Like I won and I don't have to comment anything back. I'm not going to respond. I just sit back and laugh like, and I love it. Like, and I'm, and all of a sudden loving all the hate on my videos because you're like, oh, well, if there's so much hate, that's still not going to grow your audience. A hundred thousand people subscribing on TikTok because of that video, even with all that hate, the people who are going to hate on a video are not going to follow you anyway. So you don't want to worry like, oh, they didn't like that video. What if they would have seen a different video of mine? Maybe they would have followed. No, they're not. They're not going to follow you anyway. Those people do not like your videos. I said the only other thing I could have done in that video to make it more hated would have been to put a caption at the top that said, Native grass sucks. <laughs> People love their, their native grass and they hate lawns so bad. People are like, lawns are so bad for the environment. Native grass is better and blah, blah, blah. So like that could have got some more hate going. But. Well, g- give us some tips with your schedule. How in the world do you manage a million TikTok followers, Instagram, YouTube, wife, children, golf course, and then, you know, you're a doctor. <laughs> how in the world, and you work out, you know, and, and you, how do you handle all of this and keep it, uh, keep everything, everyone happy. Yeah. Um, so it's been a long process of kind of figuring it out. Um, it all started in optometry school when a buddy of mine and I, we started wanting to work out. And so mm-hmm. we figured out that our schedules were not going to align in the evening. We tried it for like a week and it didn't work. Like I would get done earlier than him or whatever. Uh, one time he like chugged his pre-workout and then a patient came in late. So he had to see that patient all hyped up and itchy on his pre-workout. And so he was like, at that day, he was like, we're done. He was, we're going to work out in the morning. And I was like, okay. Like we were starting class at eight, you know, so mm-hmm. we're gonna have to work out at like six. I'm like, dang, that's early. So start working out. We're waking up at five 30 in the morning mm-hmm. to drive to the school work out, get showered and then go to class or whatever. So that was like, okay, well, you're crazy for waking up at five 30. A lot of my friends would, you know, say that, well, you're waking up at five 30 to work out, get out of school. Um, and then start wanting to do YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, okay, well I can't like, I know that I can't edit this stuff in the evening. And I don't even know if I ever tried. I just knew that my wife wasn't going to have that. Like mm-hmm. it's just not going to work out. I just knew that that anyway, just past experience, I guess. (laughs) But anyway, I, I, so I was like, I guess if I'm going to edit YouTube videos, I'm going to have to wake up 30 minutes earlier. So I started waking up at five and then I was like editing videos and I just wasn't able to get enough done. I was like, man, like, cause I wanted to wake up. Let's see if I woke up at five, I'm trying to remember how my schedule went. Anyway, I would work out a little bit. Then we moved and I did a different gym. It was in a different spot. And anyway, then I was like, okay, now I got to wake up at four 30 to edit. Cause I want to go work out at five. Wow. So, and then I was like, man, I want to get more done. So now I wake up, it's at this point at 3.45 in the morning and try to edit, you know, like four-ish to five-ish and then go work out. Um, And more like recently this week, I'm kind of changing up my schedule. The guy at the gym who like is working at the desk is like, you're leaving early, like whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm trying something new out, (laughs) trying to work out, you know, faster and get here to mow. Um, I'm going to start mowing like every day, a little different part. Because if I can get a lot of this mowing done early in the morning, it's not as hot, not stealing time from my family. Um, And just as like, a dad right now, like I'm, I'm really struggling, like trying to figure this out right now, like this point in my life, I'm in a season of life of like internal struggle all around time, like time being your most valuable, valuable asset. You've heard that all the time, but literally the dollar is a unit of time. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm 
really trying to figure out ways to buy my time back. Yeah. Like use my money to buy my time because that you have a limited amount of it. And so anyway, working on as far as like passive income and all that sort of stuff, I'm, I'm, I'm like internally going nuts. Like over the past couple of weeks, it's been pretty insane. Um, anyway, in my head, <laughs> yeah. everyone else is like, what are you talking about? You're like, nothing going on. No chaos. But that's, uh, that's where I'm at. It's, it's tough, but waking up early is kind of been my main thing and that's helping out more and more. And now I'm getting more mowing done early in the morning and I'm figuring out that that's even better. And then tell us a little bit more about the content. Like how strategic are you with, I'm going to do this TikTok post, this Instagram post, this YouTube video, how much of it is spontaneous, how much of it is strategic and how do you, cause you've been so consistent, you know, it seems like the algorithms seem to be liking it. Like how, how do you keep all of that functioning? So, um, TikTok and Instagram reels, when Instagram started doing reels, I went really heavy into that. So, I, I mean, I started doing TikToks like two and a half years ago and I've tried to get one a day. I haven't been, I haven't done one every day, but that's been my goal for the mm-hmm. most part. If I can get one a day, I thought that was doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so coming up with ideas is the hard part. Like, how do you okay. come up with some, cause you'll see people just post random stuff. You're like, oh, they, that's low effort. You know, like you just wanted to post something just for the sake of, are you looking at me, bro? (laughs) No, like it, and it's me too. Like if I'm like desperate, I feel like I'm desperate to post something. And so like, just something comes out, you're like, eh, I don't like that video. But, um, the, the, the ideas have come from different places over time Uh, for a certain period of time. I was like really heavy on doing trends. You know, that was Mm -hmm. like a big thing. You try to catch onto a trend early, not the ones that showed up on that explore page. I don't even think that's a thing anymore. I don't even think they have that explore page. Maybe they Maybe it's somewhere. Anyway, it's not in the same place it used to be. Um, but like that was already too late if you okay. were like looking on the explore oh, page. I got you. So if you remember the guy who had the ocean spray cranberry juice and he was on his longboard, oh, oh. you're a young TikToker. You don't know this. This was like ultra. This guy got famous and like his life changed overnight. He posted oh, wow. a video of him drinking ocean spray and he's longboarding. And it's like the smoothest video. And it's so like it's the song. Um, oh, man. Fleetwood Mac is the sound anyway. And I saw this video when it had like a hundred thousand views and I was like, that's going to be an insanely viral video. Like I just feel it. There's something yeah. about that that I'm just drawn to. And I know that that's going to blow up over this next couple of days. So use that same Fleetwood Mac sound on a video. The first video, I think it was the first video of me using the rotary scissors. So oh, there's that wow. like confusion as to like, what the heck is yeah. that thing? What are you doing? That's oddly satisfying. Cause I like edged along oh, the, yeah. the sidewalk. Oh, it is very satisfying. Yeah. yeah. But along with that sound that was connected to this video that just absolutely went insane. I don't know how many million views that thing had after the week ocean spray, like bought him a truck or something like they, they reached wow. out to him. Yeah. And all this crazy stuff happened to this guy. And he was like, you know, he's got millions and millions of TikTok followers from this literally one video. Cause the rest of his stuff is garbage. Wow. But um, anyway, like piggyback, piggybacking on that sort of thing and just kind of like experimenting with the algorithm. But a lot of it was trends. And so that wasn't really a trend because I just used the sound. But a lot of the, you know, trending things. And that's tough anymore because like to, to catch something early before it has already blown up and got too many videos. And mm-hmm. you, I did spend a lot of time on TikTok at that point, like trying to find those trends before they show up on, you know, a, a trending yeah. hashtag. But now it's just sort of like, let's do something oddly satisfying. Um, do, do whatever I'm already doing. Like just film myself mowing people. Even people think it's cool. They, like they have fun watching me do this stuff. So I don't have to like be gimmicky. I feel like anymore. I can just do what I'm doing. Yeah. That's um, nice. Now, how would you rank TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, any other platform? Like w- w- where do you think the most attention is? And like, okay, if I only have you know, guys are out running a business. They might only have 20 minutes a day to give this social media or, you know, 40 minutes or 60 minutes. 
do you give your time to TikTok or Instagram or YouTube or like, well, what's the hierarchy where, you know, you, you don't want to be spending all this time, you know, building your MySpace page or Vine. You know what I mean? You, you, you want to go where the people are, but where are the people at in your opinion? It, in my opinion is that it's TikTok. I think um, Gary V would have said like a year or two years ago, he would say, if you are somebody who has zero followers on a platform and you're trying to get the word out about your business or just your personal brand or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and he would always say like, TikTok is the only place you can go right now with zero followers, post a video and get a million views. The only place where that is even possible, mm-hmm. um, much less like probable, or I'd say that the other way around. But anyway, um, like it's, it happens a lot yeah. on TikTok. It's, it's getting harder. Like there are more people posting stuff and more people posting more videos. And so like when I started two and a half years ago, there weren't as many people posting videos like a, a year before I started a guy who's a dentist, he's an orthodontist was posting videos and he has like 5 million followers. I don't even know now, like millions and millions of followers. Um, but he started like day one, like when TikTok yeah. started, cause his patients are teenagers. So he just does like the dances or whatever on TikTok, yeah. millions and millions of followers. He got picked up by TikTok and they sent him all over to these VidCon places when wow. it was really young. Yeah. Um, so like starting early, the biggest tip is like, Oh, go back in time and start early. Well, like, yeah. you, you know, but the, but the next best time, if you can't start three years ago, start now. Like yeah. that's, that's the next best thing you can do. Yep. That's great. Great advice. Well guys, I want to get some content and I know you got to get back with your family here. Uh, so we're going to close here unless any, anything else you want to share that, that we're leaving out. Cause I, I want to make sure I get some footage of, of this awesome, uh, course. Yeah. Let's go golf. Cool. Well, thanks guys again to all of our show sponsors. If people want to watch the lawn tools, what's your handles on and what platforms? Yeah. So TikTok, Instagram, um, it's all the lawn tools. I, I have a Twitter. I just recently got a Twitter, but okay. I have, I've only posted like one thing and I don't know. I'm not like, I don't have time, you know, to like take, figure out another platform is really what it would end up being like figure out what's right. the culture of this platform and try to figure that out so i just got a twitter mostly to watch other turf people um but yeah. youtube it's all the lawn tools everywhere okay youtube instagram tiktok the lawn tools so thanks again guys for watching and maybe you're listening to this and you want to watch this check out my youtube channel you'll you'll get to watch the video interview of this and then i'll have some other videos up there uh maybe i'll get a hole in one or something there so. you go <laughs> all right thanks for your time man thanks again to ballard products company cam and echo for powering our third annual summer tour don't forget to smash that follow button and stay up to date with the newest episodes as we continue the tour this has been a jameson media and mr producer production